The Superpowers of the Soul Channel is brought to you by Superpower Experts. Visit superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers today. You're listening to Superpowers of the Soul with Tonya Dawn Rackler and the Superpower Experts. Blessings, everyone, and welcome back to Superpowers of the Soul. I'm your host, Amara Kai, and I'm sitting here with a huge grin on my face from ear to ear about this episode on centering into the divine and listening intuitively with our beautiful guest here today. She is an incredibly inspiring being who I know will just shed so much light on why centering into the divine and listening intuitively is so fundamental to evolving and to unlocking our superpowers. Angela Maria Vresa is the host of the High Frequency Healing Show here on the Superpower Network, as well as a Superpower Experts coach and the coordinator of the I Am series. As a teacher and a channel for the Akashic 9.0, Angela Maria elevates other healers and energy workers as part of her mission to impact the world from a focus on energy and aiming to reach a higher frequency vibration and access information from the ninth dimension where unconditional love is. This woman's work in the world and her dedication to her path is truly awe-inspiring. She is just an incredible guide and the most loving being who shares her powerful wisdom and her incredible energy so generously. I'm so honored to have her here. And hello, Maria, welcome to the show today. Oh, Amora Kai, thank you so much for those beautiful words. I'm almost in tears. I'm a crying baby. Thank you so much. Thank you. Oh, I mean every word. You are so welcome. So this concept of centering into the divine and listening intuitively, would you consider those to be superpowers of the soul? Absolutely. And I think that these are some of those superpowers that I have purposely learn how to develop uh, because I didn't have any idea about any of these things. I was born with any difference of any other girl at my age. Like I didn't get to intuit, like receiving messages or anything like this. I was a really regular Colombian girl living in Medellin, Colombia, having the kind of life that any other girl would have around the world. But after some experiences, really painful experiences that I had, um, because I always wanted to be married since I was eight years old, I just I designed my wedding dress. I didn't design my first communion because I was raised Catholic. I didn't even design the dress for my sweet 16. No, that, that wasn't even important for me. What really matters for me was being married. Period. And I wanted to be married soon. Like if I could have done it before 18, that would be perfect. Of course, that is not the case. And it's of course not the case in Colombia. Um, my dad is a very special, caring person. But of course, he was taking care of three girls and my mom. So he was very jealous and very conservative. And, and I, I, I didn't enjoy freedom at all. I was born in Medellin. Imagine Pablo Escobar era. So we couldn't go out at night. 
Uh, my dad was always telling us we need to be home by nine if we were lucky by 10. Um, so all of those things really create these insecurities and, and fears in me. And when I came to the United States, I was already 30, 34 and no married, no boyfriend. And when I thought I was going to make that dream come true, nothing happened. Everything just was broken. Nothing, nothing happened. And I was in a very sad stage in my life, almost depressed. And I didn't want to know anything about God because I was, and I told him, I've been the best Catholic ever. I go to church every Sunday. I've been in juvenile groups. I'm always part of any church where I go. I'm a great daughter. I'm a great sister. I'm a great teacher. I'm a great person. I always want to let Jesus through me now that I'm asking you to be able to go back to the United States to be to my, with my boyfriend. You, you're just creating all of this chaos. I was so mad at Murakai, so <laughs> mad. And, and I just stopped just praying. I stopped going to church. I just like, I broke any kind of relationship with that being. I didn't mm-hmm. want him in my life, period. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know that this, this force of creation and this energy of love is just that. It's just love. And, and now I just laugh. I think that at that time he was looking at me like, oh, my dear Angie, if you just know what I have for you. <laughs> and, and, and that's what happened. So I start all of this spiritual path because I thought, well, if I'm not Catholic anymore because I'm mad at God, I, I just want to be spiritual. And I started reading and finding ways, and I was certified as a Reiki master. And then I came to the United States, and I was thinking, see, as soon as I start praying, I'm now going to the United States. And, <laughs> and I was able to come back as a teacher, again, with a contract. Everything was smooth. Of course, the relationship with my boyfriend back then didn't work because he lived in Virginia, and I was all the way across the country in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, but back then, I didn't know how to read the signals. And, but now, after a while, I start feeling this deep connection. I was certified with the, as a Akashic Records um, soul realignment professional and practitioner. And, and I start experiencing things, Amorakai, mm. that at some point I thought I was crazy. I thought I was like, I said, what? Because being able to connect to other souls and being able to share the information available for the people around me through the soul has been has been just a blessing in my life. And and see the transformations and all of that that is happening out there for me was was a miracle, was a blessing. It just changed my life completely. And I stopped being a teacher and I said, this is what I want to do. I'm just going to dedicate my life, helping people to go back to themselves and being able to, to incarnate the God in them. But back then, when at this part that I'm telling you, I wasn't even yet centering uh, to the divine. I, I wasn't at that level yet. But when I met Tonya in one of the, um, you know, that you go, that has a name. When you go to talk about your business, I just forgot the word. 
and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the networking event or? exactly it was a networking event I met her and I bought her book and there was a guy <laughs> selling crystals and that's that's what that's my my candy store so I was so happy and we started talking and and she said um I can talk to you more like I think we should just talk more um let me see how can I help you and and I start talking to her I call her we have some sessions and one day she told me you are not even aware of your power mm-hmm. and the spirit wants you in more awareness of the work you're doing you have no idea yet what you're doing and that was really true Amorakai and, and all the listeners I, I wasn't clear about what I was doing <laughs> I just knew that I had this special connection and that I was able to tell to tell stories about the soul and people come to me saying hey Angela I just would like to know why I don't have a stable relationship and I was able to go do all my stuff and and find those elections or choices the soul made in the past, in this present life or in a past life, that is creating that blockages right now. And I thought that was it. (laughs) But after a while, I realized that the more I had these sessions, the more I started experiencing God in Murakai. And that was the key of the magic and of the service that I am offering right now. Because centering to the divine, whatever the divine is for you, God, um, Magdalene, uh, conscious intelligence, the force of life, whatever you call that energy that has you alive right here and right now, Mm. is what really creates this, this miracle of realizing how you are now you it's just that energy of love through you and that's that for me is centering to the divine and that has been a summary Amorakai, of more than 15 years of walking this path <laughs> <laughs> it has been a long time oh it's so rich it's so rich and i'm so grateful I love that you're speaking here too, to the different layers along the way. It's not necessarily a flash of lightning. You are this and now you're that. Mm-hmm. You are not centered, now you're centered. And I love that you're also speaking into the difference between expectations. When we have expectations of the relationship and what it will sound like, look like, feel like, if I do this, you do that. That is more ego personality based then the exp- I believe your words were experiencing God in me. What a completely different state. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited to dive deep into this. Let's go to a short break now so we don't have to interrupt. But before we do, Angela Maria, where can people go find more information about you? Of course, you can go to superpowerexperts.com and you can go and look for my podcast, High Frequency Healing, and also the I'm series. But if you speak Spanish or if you know somebody who speaks Spanish, then you can go to my Instagram account, angelamaria.akashic9.0. And that's where I mostly do all my, my work and where I just invite people to my, my different programs and activities if you speak Spanish. But if you are just an English speaker, superpowerexperts.com is the way to connect to me. 
Wonderful. Thank you so much. Folks, you are listening to Superpowers of the Soul here on the Superpowered Network. And today we're talking with Angela Maria, who I love and adore, about the importance of centering into the divine and listening intuitively. And you know, perhaps your intuitive senses that it's maybe time for you to start sharing your own voice in a bigger way. I know that's coming up for a lot of us right now. And for those of you listening who are looking to start your own podcast, we invite you to come join us inside the Superpowers of the Soul channel. You can find out all the information you need at superpowerexperts.com. And if you're interested in having your own show, I really invite you to reach out and come play with us. The water is very warm over here. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. The Superpower Experience goes way beyond the podcast. Listeners can connect with hosts and one another inside the Superpower Universe Plus membership. Members get access to high vibe connections, superpower masterclasses, and much, much more. Don't wait another moment to step into your superpowers. Go to superpowerexperts.com and sign up today. All right. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you so much for being here with us. This is Amorakai, your host. And if you're just tuning in, today we're talking with Angela Maria about centering into the divine and listening intuitively. And before the break, Angela Maria just gave us the keys to the kingdom. It was just amazing what came through you. And I'm so excited to dive deeper into this. So can we just start by circling back a little bit, because I, I really lit up about that expectation piece. You know, there's such a difference between coming into it with an expectation. I don't know if you find this, but even with listening intuitively, do you find that often there's an expectation of what that will look like, how that will show up, you know, <laughs> what that's supposed to. <laughs> I just laugh because I, I love this question. You know, that I don't know if it is because of the movies I don't exactly know what it is, but I really thought that when I was doing all of this work, when I started, mm -hmm. it was me creating the stories mm -hmm. because I didn't see anything. So I thought I was going to see a movie in front of me. I didn't see anything. I didn't listen. I don't listen voices. Uh, I don't feel it in my body. Now it has been developed, but I'm talking back then, 10 mm -hmm. years ago. The only way it was just getting ideas. And that was the only thing. And I remember that the teacher that is also here from from United States and lives here in Arizona, I, I, I was asking her, but, but Andrea, I don't listen. I don't see anything. I just have ideas. She said, well, that's your way of receiving information. And I wasn't that happy. I was expecting <laughs> this movie in front of me with many details where I could see colors and smell and feel it. I... I, that was not my experience. So that was the first, I, I would say, disappointment with all of this process. I remember when I was doing Reiki, because practicing Reiki is when all of these divine gifts or superpowers really woke up. Because when I was doing Reiki, I started just, I can't explain it, but it's like ideas, like there is something in the stomach. That was the first time I was doing Reiki to this lady in, in one of those classes that you practice. And, and I heard there is something I heard. No, it was an idea. There is something in her stomach. And I felt under my hands when I put my hands on her wound, womb, like 
like a bowl, bowling ball, like it was something really dense and hard and, and dark. But how could I tell somebody I didn't know, I feel a bowling ball in your stomach. Like I couldn't <laughs> see that. And so I kept on doing the whole session, but I always, it's like my hands were always taking right to that place. And the idea of tell her, tell her, you need to tell her, you need to tell her what you are feeling, you need to tell her was really intense and I was getting anxious. So at the end of the session, I said, may I share something with you? She said, absolutely. I shared that with her and she starts bowling and crying and said, that's why I am here because I had a baby who died and the baby was three months in me without me knowing that he was dead. Um, and I just had the procedure two weeks ago. And one of the nurses told me to come to this place because here you were doing these Reiki sessions for free as a practice. And, and due to my financial situation right now, this free stuff sounds like divine intervention for me. So, of course, imagine me, I was crying with her. Mm. It was my first time, not just, it, of course, I could feel her pain. But then I was thinking, what is going on? How come I knew it? it there was no way for me to, to knew this, how did it happen? So at the beginning was kind of fear, because this is what happens with the, the ego, with the persona. I wanted to feel it. I wanted to receive information. Once I, I did it, I was in pain. I was in fear. Because first, it was not the way I was expecting it. Mm -hmm. And second, it was so intense that I didn't know what to do with that lady emotions. I was a teacher and, and I just got certified as a Reiki practitioner. That was it. So from there, that was the point where I said, I thought, I need to go deeper. So I started just reading and reading about energy, how the energy moves, what is this energy thing, uh, what is this channeling. But I never found information about that you can channel information in a different way. And there are different ways of doing it. And after the Akashic experience that I start just getting ideas, I working with the clients is when I realized, wow, because the way that I do these sessions is pretty different from other kind of practitioners. The way that I do it is the person goes with me and feel it. And you have experienced that. It's not me telling you and reading your soul. It's let's go together and we get in the same place. We tap into the same energy of love. We have an intention and the information starts coming in. Sometimes it comes to me and then I share it and the other person keeps on feeling it or seeing it that it was your experience. Some other times it's just me telling the story, but the other person resonating and crying and feeling the emotions. And sometimes it's just the other person seeing everything. They see it, they receive the information, they feel it, whatever is the way of channeling. And when mm -hmm. I realized that I was not inventing or creating or imagining, that that was the way how the spirit and the divine communicated to me, I had a party. I was so happy. I couldn't believe it. I was talking to Tony and I said, I just love this. So you're telling me that what I've been doing is channeling. And, and immediately something really beautiful happened because I started waking up every morning at 4 a.m. 
with lots of information to start downloading. And that's how my program in Connection 9.3, in Connection 9 Dimension to 3rd Dimension was created, was everything channel. Mm, how powerful. I really love that you're speaking to the difference. In my own experience, I can really relate to there's such a huge difference between telling a story, between having an expectation and opening yourself up to being curious and taking that observational role. There's mm. such a big difference between observing and coming in with curiosity yeah. and coming in with this expectation that seems to invariably just create, you know, disappointment. I know in my own experience, what came up for me that I can speak to is it put me in sort of that victim consciousness, mm -hmm. right? The more expectations I had of my intuition or my soul source, God connection, all of that, the more in that relationship, when I expected to be treated with whatever, a certain kind of communication or level or you know, uh, marriage proposal or whatever it is and, yes. and didn't get it, you know, I invariably felt like a victim looking for someone or something outside myself to blame. And there and is something, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was, I was going to say that, yes, absolutely. Is a, you just go to that victim place, but it's also a denial of your own power because you don't mm. believe that mm -hmm that you can really do it in a different way and you just start denial and diminishing yourself because I am not receiving it or doing it on it or experience it in this way as I saw it in the book or read it in the book or saw it in the movie or whatever it is so mm -hmm. you start just putting yourself down and that's part of the victim role mm -hmm. I agree with you a hundred and ten percent and we're taught that really. I mean, many of us grow up seeking external validation, getting it right mm -hmm. in comparison to others. Not many of us are, are super um, brought up with this emphasis on uniqueness, you mm -hmm. know, that, that tends to go to a, a place of being odd or weird or, or not trusting the self, only trusting in, in mm -hmm. comparison to others. So I love that you're speaking to the personal power and to reclaiming that. Because that must be a, a huge part of this process, you know. Mm -hmm. What technique? I mean, you, you've described a huge path that you've walked in your own journey through this. And we know how common it is for people to have expectations about how the divine is supposed to treat us or talk to us or guide us. Mm -hmm. So what techniques do you suggest that we can use to kind of guide ourselves back to this space of listening intuitively uniquely for us if we find ourselves moving away from that falling out of alignment with that oh i love that question amor akai because i am the kind of person that i can live in other dimension but i need specific actions <laughs> uh, and i love these stories but then i'm inside me saying okay how do you do it tell me tell me how do you do it so i love when these questions are asked to me because that's all my style Mm. I think, I think, no, the first thing that I did and I realized that it really was the key of all of this transformation was giving everything to God, to the divine. So every morning when I wake up, that's the first thing. God, thank you for this new day is yours. You tell me what to do. You are my boss. The divine is the CEO of this service that I call business that I do. So that's the first thing, because when you realize it's not you, you move your ego away 
And I always tell in my ego, Egoncho, that's his name. And I said, Egoncho, you go to the corner, baby, and play with those blocks and make sure that we're going to have fun today. But you are in that corner. I don't need you here. And I just do all of this process that I said. Thank you and give everything to God. That's the first thing. The second thing that is so important is opening up spaces in awareness for that information. For me, it has been meditation. So every day in the morning for 10 minutes to 30 minutes, sometimes it's more, but it's usually between 10 and 30 minutes, I just sit in a quiet place, I light on a candle. For me, the environment is so important because that helps your mind to, to, to relax and to realize, oh, this is something different. So I always light on a candle, I put my essential oils, I hold crystals in my hands, and I put music. I like uh, 963, for example, that you can find it in YouTube, or 532 or 428. They are different frequencies, higher frequencies that helps your mind to be quiet and relax. I start just breathing, and that's the only thing, being aware of the breathing. And I just place the intention, divine, please come through me. I just want to feel you that every single thing that I say, that I think, that I do, and that I feel is you through me. And then mm -hmm. I just go with the regular meditation. I love to connect to my uh, quantic self or whatever. That's super important. And at the end of the day, gratitude. I usually mm -hmm. say minimum 10 times, thanks, 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 thanks. Sometimes I'm here just in my computer or mapping or swiping or cooking. And that's the only thing I repeat with a smile on my face. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My husband is, what happened? I said, nothing. Why, why are you being grateful? Don't you think it's enough everything that I have? But so many times I say, yes, because that raised my energy. That raised my frequency. You don't need to specifically think about one thing that you are grateful for. It's just the, the words itself, pronouncing them aloud. They bring a higher frequency and they put your energy in, a, in your mind in a different uh, energy vibration. So for me, those are the three more important things that I do and that I recommend. Do not believe me, but verify it that after a while, it doesn't happen the first time, but after a while of you being in this state of willingness to let the divine through you, you start receiving the information, you start having clarity, living in more peace, uh, not anxiety. I was dealing with anxiety for a while, uh, in fear, doubting what I'm going to do, how I'm going to pay the bills. I haven't had enough clients this month. And that is gone completely. And when I don't have clients, I say, thank you, God, for the time you're providing me. I don't <laughs> even think about the money. <laughs> sure. Because yeah. I know that God and the divine is always mm -hmm. containing me and sustaining me because this is... His business or her business. Mm. He is the CEO of this business. <laughs> I love it's it. Not about me. It's about the divine. Yeah. Uh, I really appreciate the formula and the direct action steps you're sharing here. It's so important. I agree with you to bring it into the practical. Mm. You know, I, hmm, 
I can really relate. I just want to circle back around before we start to wrap up because I feel this is so important. And I, I think many of us can relate to having these experiences along the way that have you questioning sanity a little bit. <clears throat> Pardon me. You know, these experiences like, am I crazy? Is this a little local? Ooh. This isn't normal. Oy, oy, oy. <laughs> for myself, <laughs> I, oh, it's a long, long trial for me. The, the thing that's really the only thing that I can lean on in those moments is this idea of just radical acceptance, this idea of just let it. The minute I start to judge it, compare it, resist it, make it mean something, I find myself getting a little lost, a little scared, and a little down the rabbit hole of craziness. Can you speak to anything that's really served you on your path in those moments of experiencing what would otherwise be called crazy? <laughs> oh my God. I lived in most of them. Yeah. <laughs> For a long period of time, like at some point, I, and, and this this is really important, especially if you have a business like like us. Mm-hmm. And I remember that for a while I wasn't having any clients at Morakai, and and I start just in, being in fear, and I wasn't at the point of being centered in the divine. I wasn't there yet. I thought I was, but I wasn't. Mm-hmm. And and I was thinking, what is going on? What what is happening? And in one meditation, I remember that that was information that ca- that came. You are not trusting in your power. You are not trusting in the information that has been delivered to you. And I start fighting. How come? Of course I am. I just quit my other job. This is what I'm doing. What, what do you mean that I'm not trusting? <laughs> and and of course there is silence on the other side because when you are from the ego, the others. My, my beautiful beings out there, they just hug me and contain me, but they don't say anything else. And I was so mad. So that helped me a lot when I am in doubt, when I think, and believe me, sometimes there are some stories. If you speak Spanish, go to my, in, my, inter, my Instagram account and look for a series that is called Soul Stories, Historias del Alma. Some of those stories of Morakai, I was like, is this possible? Like Steven Spielberg <laughs> is nobody around me. <laughs> nobody. I was thinking, how can I create this? There is no way. But when that doubt came, I immediately stopped. And I've done that even with my client in front of me. When, when I just feel the doubt that something in me saying, is this really true? I always tell my client, give me one minute, please. I just need one minute. You keep there in silence. And I go to myself. I take a deep breath. I open my mouth and I let the air go out like a dragon, like (sighs) taking that doubt out because then I remember this is not the light in me. This is the ego and this is the fear. And that's not defining who I am right now. I am in service of something bigger. And this is no me. I take a deep breath and I go back again to my client. Like nothing has happened. So the client has no idea that the person that he was paying for, paying the services for is Dowdy. Um, because of course, for the rational mind, this is no normal. This doesn't happen. And that's one of the reasons why we have a lot of people in superpower experts that they come and they said, I need your help because I listen to voices. I see things. I feel it in my mm-hmm. body. I get sick when I am around some people. And when I leave the place, I just feel fine again. And I think I'm getting crazy. And it's not getting crazy. It's that you need to learn 
those are superpowers. Those are divine gifts that you need to learn how to deal with them and how to take advantage from them. They were given to you for a reason, and the reason is put them in service to you or to others. So always go back to the divine. Take a deep breath and remember it's never me. It's always the divine through me. And to let the divine through me, I need to move. That doesn't happen in a place of stuckness, of stillness. I need to move to let the divine through me. I need to move to be able to center in to the divine. Mm. Oh, my goodness. And, you know, folks, wow, that's really, that's what superpowers of the soul here is really all about. That's what all of this is all about. But all of this exists to support you in that walk, to support you in centering into the divine, to inspire you, to nourish you, to build those strong foundations as you are unlocking your superpowers, right? And I think we all need to be doing that. When we unlock our superpowers so that we can shine even more beautifully in the world in the way that only we can, I love that idea, that metaphor of Yves holding a piece of the puzzle right? And together we create mm-hmm. that beautiful vision. I love that. And Helen Maria, before we wrap up and close out this super awesome container for today, do you have any final thoughts you want to share? I want to, could we do an exercise right here, Amorakai? Oh, yes, please. I was hoping. Yeah. Yes. I think that's, that's, that, that would be the best thing we can do now. And I'm being guided to do it. So I'm going to ask you, to close your eyes, take a deep breath, and start being present in your body. Feel your body because you are not a body, but that body is the way of you experiencing this human existence. So take a deep breath, feel all the air coming through your nose, all moving through your body. And not, your, not just your physical body, but your emotional body, your mental body, your spiritual body. And feel all that vital energy coming through the air into your body. Hold it and exhale really slow with the intention to let go anything that is not aligned to the light you are. And now I'm going to invite you to go to this place in nature that is your place of power and connection. And you're going to build it. It doesn't doesn't need to be a real place. Mine is beach and forest in the same place. And just think, what would be that place for you? If you wouldn't have any kind of limitation about money, time, or place, where would you be right now? It's a beach, but it's also a forest, and maybe it's also a beautiful house the background, just create that space for you. And in that space, find this beautiful, could be like a different, like a forest, could be like a space, plenty of pines or beautiful, a garden, uh, any place into this nature place where you're going to have your own throne of power. How would be that throne for you? What would be the materials, the crystals, the colors, jewels? 
And just take a seat in that throne and visit that throne as many times as you need it. And the magic of this place is that it's ergonomic. It just adjusts to your body. There is not any other place more comfortable than your throne of power. Your mind doesn't know the difference between reality and the imagination when what you imagine is attached to an emotion. So if you sit in that throne and you see how beautiful it is and you just feel how comfortable, there is not any other place more comfortable than this. And it just massages your back and it also, you can extend your feet and it also massages your feet. What a perfection place for you to remember that you are always in your power. That being in your power is the more, most comfortable place around this whole universe to be. And it's surrounded by nature. Connect with the beautiful blue sky, with the sound of water, with the ocean, with the wind just caressing through the palm trees and the trees. And you are right there in the middle like a queen, like a king, sitting and enjoying to be in your own power. And take a deep breath. Hold it and exhale through your mouth. In those moments of sadness, confusion, lack of clarity, anger, doubt, scarcity, illness, light on a candle, play some nice music, some incense, go to a quiet place, a very comfortable place, sit in a good chair or on the floor, or lay down. And take your mind to your own power and always ask, what is limiting me to live in my own power? And just let it go. Take a deep breath. Draw a smile on your face and really slow start moving your toes and your ankles and your legs and your knees and your thighs and your hips, your core, your arms, your shoulders, really slow your neck. With a smile on your face, whenever you are ready, open your eyes. And you can stay there as long as you want. This is my place where I feel, if I don't stop, a goncho is coming out like a monster. And it's going to ruin everything that I've been building today. So I go to that place in silence. I remember when I was working as an educational consultant, going to the toilet, and I just lock myself in the <laughs> toilet, sit down in my throne, and, and just visualize that I was in this beautiful place in nature. The magic of mm. this exercise is just refilling you with energy, with the vital energy, but also putting your mind in this neutral place where you realize you are in your power and there is not any other better place around the universe than being in power. And it's magic. It's, it's magic. Don't believe me, but verify it. <laughs> mm, I love that. Absolutely. Verify, verify, verify. Thank you so much for that experience of centering into the divine. 
reconnecting with the power there. Oh, Angela Maria, you truly are one of the most loving and brilliant lights I know. I just thank you so much, so much for sharing your incredibly inspiring and empowering energy and your wisdom here with us today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for opening this beautiful space for me, for allowing me to share this experience from a regular person, because sometimes we have this idea that if you are centering into the divine, if you have connection with the Akashic, if you meditate, you are from a different planet. And part of my work is telling you demystify those concepts and realize that you, right there, you who are listening to us, whatever you are doing, whoever you are, the divine is in you, quietly and patiently waiting to act through you and transform your life. It's just a matter of let it go and center into the divine to make that happen. So thank you so much, Amorakai, for allowing me this time and this audience to share my experience because finally it's no me, it's really the divine through me. Mm, and we can so feel that. So many blessings to you. Deepest gratitude. And folks, if you are feeling the call, if you would like some support and some community on your path and reconnecting to your personal power, I, with all my heart, invite you over to check it out. The, the programs, the academy, the community, you know, come connect in with all of us. Come connect in with us over at the Superpower Universe. There's a plus membership space over there as well. It's such a high vibe community. There's so much to learn and experience. So many incredible people to connect with. If you're interested in some support along your path, come check out the Academy and the Superpower Expert Coaches. It is, from my personal experience, unparalleled. It's just incredible. And we all deserve company along our walk. Please head on over to superpowerexperts.com to check it all out. It's an awesome place to play wherever you feel called. There is just so much love over there. Thank you so much for being here with us today, everybody. And until next time, go within, unlock your superpowers of the soul and use them to light up our world. All the love, everyone. And bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. Go now to superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers and change your life today.